Yeah! Welcome, mate, to the podcast, Stop Crying Poser. Greatest podcast known to man is voted by Charlotte, Chloe, Thomas, Isla, Jack, Evie, Oliver, Oliver, and Grace. Today is Australia Day, Friday, January 26th, mate. Yee! You! Hell yeah, boys and girls. It's freaking Australia Day. Shout out to Late Bloomer Day Day, Dietrich, Late Bloomer Day Day, The Real Griff, iBook Boy, OG Mickey Guy, just Missy XO, Twitch, Sully, Wall Drop, Smoking with Jesus. I lost my place. Support the farts. Piggy Malone, WN Stems, Chillin' Pete, Bitcoin is Freedom, Paul Miranda, Piggy Malone. Did I miss anybody? Sully Waldrop, I think I got everybody today. We're starting this podcast on time. Kind of on time, right? We do this podcast every single Friday, right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. The time right now is 3.41 p.m. And I have a handful of things to talk about, but first... We are going to do trivia. Where else on Twitch, where else in the world of podcasts do people give away a free Ninja Lifestyle sticker pack? Every single podcast nowhere on the internet does that. If you want to win, all you have to do is answer this question. Today is Australia Day. What year was Australia Day founded? What is the date of the year that Australia Day came to existence. What is it, what is it celebrating? The event that it's celebrating happened in what year? Australia Day is the official national day of Australia, observed a- annually on 26 January. It marks this year landing of the first fleet and raising of the Union flag of Great Britain by Arthur Philip at Sydney Cove, a small bay on the southern shore of Sydney Harbour. In present-day Australia, the government Australia Day Council organises events that seeks to recognise the contributions of Australians to the nation, while also encouraging reflections on past wrongs including towards the indigenous Australians. Oi, mate, naughty, naughty, what you did to the indigenous, mate. Okay, Day Day says 1888, Joe Hat says 1879, Support the Farts says 1999, Paul Miranda says 1788, Paul Miranda is the winner. This happened in 1788. That's when somebody sailed the ocean great back then in 1788. <laughs> okay um uh yeah so our our famous australian joke i have an australian joke for you guys today i tell it all the time it's kind of a dad joke so give me a break here give me a break mate uh say these three words with me rise rising up rise up the direction up rise up and then lights like a light bulb you turn on your light Rise up lights. Rise up lights. Say it out loud. Rise up lights. Now you're saying razor blades in Australian. Rise up lights. Razor blades. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. You're welcome for that fantastic joke.
What has been going on this week? Well, I have one kind of funny story. And uh, some people may not think it's funny, but I think it is funny. You guys have seen Girl Ryan on my stream before. The chick with dreads. She comes over and plays Quiplash sometimes. Really, really funny person. Great sense of humor. Her and her brother come over sometimes. Uh, I can't think of his fucking name right now. Uh, Aaron. God damn it. I almost <laughs> forget my own friend's name. Aaron and Ryan come over often. I see these guys a lot. They're my drinking buddies. So anyways, we're at a bar the other day. And uh, first off, weird thing happened to me in Las Vegas. I tell you guys this all the time. No bars close. There's no bar in the city that closes. They're all 24 hours a day. The reason for that is a lot of these bars make most of their money off gambling. They have slot machines. Usually every bar has 15 slot machines. So, you know, you're not losing any operating cost by by paying someone to be there. You know, it's usually one employee, 15 machines, and um, the machines pay for themselves, you know, every every shift. Anyways, I was at a bar the other day, and I'm waiting behind this guy, and uh, it's, it's a bar I don't frequent. And as I look around, here's the spoiler alert, I don't see any slot machines anywhere. So it's like a hipster bar. It's like, hey, you got to smoke outside. Uh, there's a lot of words you can't say in here. One, one of the drinks is called the LGBTQ shot. And you're like, okay, cool. I'll, fuck, I'll hang out here. $2 PBRs, fuck yeah. So uh, we get in there. Yeah, they're, they're serving things called pasties and shit. They're going to they're gonna give you a vegan steak. And you're like, what is, it, what is a vegan steak? And they go, yeah, you can't afford it. So you go in there. I'm in there. I'm waiting. This guy in front of me is like, it's last call, right? Okay, let me get two uh, Long Islands and, uh, and two shots. And I'm like, God, what the fuck is up with this guy, dude? It's $2 PBRs. What an idiot. So uh, he's like, okay, well, you know, it's almost that time. And I'm like, almost that time? Shit, it's almost somebody's birthday, I bet. It's almost that time. Bartender goes, almost that time. What, what time is it? What do you mean what time it is? Is it almost time to party? Almost time for what? A hockey game to start? What time is it? Almost time for the Hall of Fame induction or what? Almost time for what? So the guy gets his drinks, fills out his card like a, I don't know, fills out his card like an old person trying to figure out Google. Just stares at it for a while. Mm, looks around, like looks over his shoulder. Eh, eh, figures out the tip or whatever. Finally, this fucking guy picks up his four drinks and walks away. I fucking cruise over there. I was like, uh, two PBRs. And uh, my friends are coming too, so I don't know what they want. And he goes, wow, well, last call. I already, I already said last call. I said, I I'm in line. It's not my fault that the, the, the weird fucking guy with the flip-flops doesn't know how to fill out a fucking, like a, a, a fucking, doesn't know how to, to, to fill out the tip and sign his name. It's not my fault. He went slow. You saw me in line. Also, you're not like running low on PBR. You just, you just press the button. Press the, I'm paying cash. Press the button. Here. T take take my eight dollars, two dollars each, by the way. Fucking two hundred percent tip. Take my eight dollars and then you know just slip it in your shirt, and we'll just keep it going. He goes, can't do that, man. But next door, they're open another hour. Okay. Funny thing about next door is the bar is owned by the same company, right? It's it's a it's one building. <laughs> so I go next door. I don't. I literally. I don't even have to go like outdoors. I go next door through like a little hole in the wall. Show up next door. I go in there, same vibe, right? There's a bunch of weird shit hanging from the ceiling, no smoking. Everyone's wearing glasses and has like cuffed up pants. One person's wearing a tie. The security guard has multiple colored hair and you're like, okay, okay. I feel safe, I guess. So over there, I get a drink and then a uh, girl Ryan shows up with Tex and uh, 
I'm there with my friend, and then uh, there's this thing called the mystery shot. What's the mystery shot? I don't know. It's a mystery. So I guess, I didn't get a good look at it, but I guess there's like eight bottles on the wall, and they're all covered with a paper bag. And each paper bag has a number on it, one through eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So the, the trick is, these shots are cheaper than your regular shot. They're probably, they're probably alcohols that are a little bit less like tasty, right? They're going to be well, weird ones, uh, bottom shelf. And once you pick like, I want number three, they don't tell you after you drink it, like, oh, you you picked blank because then people would figure it out. It stays a secret. So anyways, we get a number three and a number five. Uh, Texas down with Ryan. They cheers. Ryan goes, don't smell it. Texas, why? I'm about to put this on my mouth. I got to smell it. And I said, no, let me smell it. I smell it. I go, oh, that's like, that's some type of coffee liqueur or chocolate that's like Kahlua or Bailey's or something. Mm, like, okay, that's not, that's not that bad. It's gross, but it's not the worst. It's some type of like coffee flavored uh, liquor or, or chocolate flavored liquor. I didn't get a chance to smell Girl Ryan's, probably like tequila or something. So anyways, they smell it and he goes, okay, well, you're not supposed to smell it because the, half the fun is taking the shot. So then Girl Ryan goes, well, let me smell it. Fuck, we already broke the rules. I'll smell it. She smells it. She goes, and then immediately throws up on the ground (laughs) so the whole time i'm laughing i'm laughing because i think the whole thing is a joke i'm i think i'm it's like this big elaborate like uh I think I'm at like improv night. I'm in the front row like, <laughs> she's making gross jokes. Everyone at the bar is like looking over their shoulder like, what the fuck's up with that bitch? And I'm just like, oh, this is great. Like, cool. Like, oh, you're really exaggerating. You know, big personality. Like, okay, free comedy show. <laughs> Turns out it was not a joke at all. I should have not been laughing. What I should have been doing is standing up and taking a step back because the throw up landed on the table. It landed next to my leg, landed on my friend's like like leg on the on the chair. And then also she was so embarrassed and she's a real nasty. She's a real nasty one. Throws up. Some of the throw up hits the chair. Most of it hits the ground. She goes, "Oh fuck! Did anyone see me?" I'm like in my mind. I'm like, "Yes." Everyone saw every single person in this bar looked over their shoulder to see you going. (laughs) There's no one in the building that didn't see this. And she goes, oh, fuck. And then like there's there's throw up like on the seat. She goes and she sits down on the throw up and then starts wiggling her butt on it like to clean her own throw up with her own ass. And I'm like, ew. I'm not a huge germaphobe, but I'm a little bit of a germaphobe. And when it comes to throw, like purposefully barfing on yourself, <laughs> when it comes to purposefully barfing on yourself, it is not a good look. And uh, I'll tell you what, it, it kind of changed the mood. It kind of <laughs> it kind of changed the mood of the evening. By the way, Paul, you're the winner of the of the thing. Send me your address. It changed the whole vibe. Because after that, I was just like, um, uh, it's getting kind of late. <laughs> it's getting late. She's like, you guys want another beer? And I'm like, no. Nope. <laughs> I sure don't. Like, not not here. Uh, You still got fucking throw up on your butt. <laughs> and then, uh, okay, this, this is also a funny part. And I hope she doesn't watch this podcast. Text. 
Tex runs over to the bar to get napkins. Runs over to the bar, gets napkins. Comes back, he has a handful of napkins. He goes, here, they gave me these napkins. And she goes, you told them I threw up? And he goes, uh, uh, no. No, I, t- I told him that you spilled a drink. And then Girl Ryan gets up to go to the bathroom. And Tex looks at me, he goes, motherfucker, you know I told them. I- you know I told them she threw up. <laughs> He's like, what am I supposed to do? What was I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, motherfucker, I told him you threw up. It's disgusting. <laughs> oh, man, change the mood of the night. Anyways, um, on that note, I watched Tropic Thunder that same night. You know, I'm in a good mood. Go home, watch Tropic Thunder, and... um. <laughs> Everyone said it was way funnier than it was. It's fucking stupid. I watched half of it. I watched half of it, and then I started playing on my phone. Because I thought, I don't know what I thought I was going to get. I thought I was going to get a super bad, and then what I got was, like, Napoleon Dynamite. Like, I just got, like, this weird, it just stopped being funny. There was no plot. I liked the characters. I really liked the characters, but it just... And and as far as it not being politically correct, I thought it was going to be worse. I thought it was going to be like like really offensive on purpose, and it was actually just just regular like funny comedy. So I uh, uh I told you guys I would give you my opinion of it. I didn't. I couldn't even get through it, dude. It was it just got dumber and dumber and dumber. Next topic. I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but I forgot to tell you guys that we've done three hundred podcasts. I don't think we've even missed uh, one week. We may have missed one week because I was sick. But I think I think even on the days where I missed a day, I ended up doing the podcast on like a Saturday or a Sunday. So 300 podcasts, man. I got a little award on my Podbean account. It said, congratulations to 300 podcasts. Cheers to 300 more. And uh, it's exciting. It's exciting. It's a nice milestone. And I'm really proud of this podcast. I tell you guys all the time that the reason I don't like a lot of the podcasts that I listen to and I've been kind of branching out trying some new ones is because there's so much dead time and I put a lot of energy into this podcast I'm yelling for half of it I try to have very little downtime I try like here's the issue when you have a podcast with four people four people in the room and you still have moments where people are all silent where they go oh, what do you what do you think of the what do you um what do you think about what are you what are your uh, opinion um how about the uh, Super Bowl? Do you think um, who do you you guys got any opinions on who's gonna maybe uh, who's playing who's gonna play against each other? Who, who do you guys um, who do you think's gonna win the game of uh, when they play the uh, the Super Bowl? I listen to those fucking podcasts. I want to fucking blow my brains out, and a lot of them are like that. And even though, like, if you're a comedian, you must have a podcast. Listen, I don't hate on comedians. You know, it's, it's a tough job. You're very funny. You, you're good at what you do. But you take every single comedian and, and give them the entitlement to where they need a podcast. And, they, and you make it a two-hour podcast when half of these comedians can barely get – they can barely knock out 20 minutes, you know, 20 minutes on, on an opening for a Netflix special. And it's like, dude, these guys are boring. Their opinions on sports, their opinions on – on fighting their opinions on politics, like yeah, they 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 hide a couple of jokes in there, 
but half of the podcast is just them stumbling around trying to figure out what the next topic is. And then half the time it's just the same couple stories again about that one time you did fucking acid at the comedy store or whatever. And I'm just like, dude, I can't, um, I can't really get through it. But we've done 300 podcasts and I'm proud of every single one of them. And at the end of these podcasts, you guys see during the post show, I kind of do this thing where I go, ah, oh, what do you guys think? That was a nine out of 10 podcast. That was a six out of 10 podcast. And I give you guys my honest like review of how funny I think we were, how entertaining. Uh, did, did, did we fall short at some parts? Did the jokes fall flat? Um, did, did we do enough? You know, was I too tired? Was I, were my impressions good enough? And I give myself a little rating at the end. I think, I think our average rating is like an eight. And then I listen to some of these other podcasts. I get 15 minutes in. I have to turn it off because the rating got down to zero. It's like dance, dance revolution. You go too slow. Game shuts off. So that was, uh. Just a big milestone. Pretty hyped about that. 300 podcasts. And it's funny because last week was number 300, if not the week before. And I didn't even notice. So, yeah, there, there's a... Hey, Jamie. Hey, Jamie, what's what podcast number are we on? Oh, there is no Jamie? Oh, what about my co-host? Oh, there is no co-host? Oh, what about all the reaction videos that we get to do? Oh, there, oh there's none? We never have reaction videos because it's an audio-based podcast? Okay, what about what about the producers and the interns? Oh, there is no interns? What about the guy that does the art for the thumbnails? Oh, 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 there, oh, we don't have one. Oh, what about the guy that submits the podcast to all the all the RSS feeds so that I can so that I can you know present my podcast on iTunes, on Podbean, on Spotify, on YouTube? Well, who's the guy that sets all that up? Oh, oh, that's also me. One man show. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. So it's only me. So when it when it's only me, I would say if if your podcast. If, if you have someone else to do everything and all you have to do is just be entertaining, I feel like you have the easiest job there. And your podcast is still boring as fuck? Okay. I'm just tooting my own horn. It's been 300 episodes. I'm proud of what we've done here. I'm proud of, 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 of the people that show up every week live. And if you don't show up live, doesn't matter. The podcast still comes out on Sundays. And I'm proud of what we, we've done here. I don't think it's being like cocky to, to, to set aside some time every single week and and try to be entertaining. And then I feel like I'm still getting kind of better at this. I feel like it's, it's, it's healthy to sit back, look at yourself and go, God damn it. You son of a bitch. You pulled it off. So that's how I feel on podcast number 300. And I hope, um, I hope you guys feel the same. So last night I watched a video. It was the, the rabbit hole of YouTube. I watched a video where this guy was skateboarding, in the sky on a mini ramp that was being held by a hot air balloon and he's skateboarding. I'm like, okay, cool. You suck at skating. You can barely do a tail stall. And then he drops in and he falls off the ramp, does a triple front flip. And then his parachute opens. And I said, Oh, that's, that was kind of interesting. Like skateboarder guy also jumps off of like a thing with a parachute. It looks fun. Then next related video, same guy. He's jumping on a trampoline. The trampoline is being suspended by uh, a hot air balloon. He's jumping on the trampoline. And at the end, everyone jumps off the trampoline. And now it's some big, now you're falling. And then you have a parachute. And then the next video I clicked said, I learned how to parachute. It changed my life. Here's how to do it. So I clicked this video of this guy who wants to jump out of a, playing by himself, goes parachuting, 
He goes to this special parachute school and he learns how to do all this parachute shit in like four days. Gets his parachute license. Learns all the knowledge, takes all the classes, jumps a couple times, jumps with a guy, a guy with a radio. At one of his homies, the parachute ripped in half, and then he had a backup parachute. They learn all the oh, like what to avoid, how to stabilize yourself, how to do a flip, what what ha- what can go wrong, how to correct what goes wrong. I go, oh, that looks cool. So I look it up. I'm like, man, I could do this. Summer's coming up. It's gonna be good weather. The the place is in Texas. I was like, yeah, I got all these f- frequent flyer miles. I'm going to Texas, learn how to skydive. I'm terrified, terrified of heights. What better? person to do it and face my fears like there's not a whole lot left in the world that i'm afraid of just heights and fucking spiders and i'm 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 good with the spiders i i'm i'm gonna stay scared of spiders i i i have no i want to stay where i'm at with spiders no no conquering my fear there i'm happy being afraid of them because they're fucking nasty looking also only spiders in webs a jumping spider not a big deal a little a little a tiny jumping spider not a big deal when spiders start having hair I, I'm good. I don't want a hairy spider. And then spiders that can hurt you. Don't like those. And a spider in a web. Don't like those. So uh, I'm good with that. I'm not going to f- face my fear of spiders anytime soon, ever. I'm never going to face my fear of spiders. So they're, they're just dumb, stupid animals. You should be afraid of them. That's like somebody facing their fear of like hippos. Yeah, the most dangerous animal in the world. Yeah, you should be afraid of hippos. You should not want to go to one and pet one. You know what I mean? Or like tigers. You should not want to go to a petting zoo and pet a tiger you and when you see one you should go oh, oh go this tiger over there go this way anyways uh so to take the skydiving course take a guess you know what people in the chat room if you weren't here last night by the way i stream on twitch five days a week so if you like twitch or if you're curious to hear me talk more or if you want to just hang out I, I i have a great stream late at night where it's perfect if you smoke the W, smoke the W, tune into the stream, have a have a little drinky poo with your buddies, sit back, relax after work, feel free, we stream on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, so check that out. How much do you think it costs to go to the skydiving lesson? You have to skydive 18 times to get your certification, and then on your like 18th time or your 19th time, now you're allowed to jump out of the plane by yourself, and now you're now you're like nationally, I can I can leave Texas, I can come to back to Las Vegas, I can fly up in a plane, and I have my license, I can jump out of there. So guess how much money it costs? And we're talking everything included. So you, you go up there, you fly, the, the classes, the teaching, the guy that helps you, the gas for the plane. Guy just says $650. Mm. W Stem says $850. OG Mickey says a thousand. The real Griff says nine hundred. Day Day says six fifty. I tell you guys right now, one hundred percent. If I get a job, if I had a job and I had like my income the way it used to be with a job, right now I'm kind of penny pinching. YouTube sucks balls. Uh, I would pay six fifty. I would pay six fifty to get my license to jump out the plane. Uh, no, it was I think it was like three thousand dollars. $3,000. It was 4000 if you do it yourself outside of the school because you got to think every jump is like $150 and then you have to get your, your rental and then, and then you have to pay the guy that's strapped to your back and then you have to pay the plane ride. So it's like 4000 if you do it by yourself. If you travel to, to uh, Texas, it's like $3,000. So I saw, the, I saw where it said 3000 I said, first off, Rich man sport. I think about that all the time. Rich man sport. You think about 
If you have no money, let's say you're in a really poor family, and not that I came from a super poor family or anything, but if you did, if you came from a super poor family, how do you ever become a snowboarder, right? How do you ever become uh, a surfer? How do you how do you become anything? How do you become a hockey player? A hockey stick is like five hundred bucks. How can you get into hockey? The pads, the clothing. Let's say you're growing little, little, the, whatever the little league of hockey is. You have to get a new pads every four years. You you could never do it. You could never ever become like get into one of these fringe sports ever if you don't have any money. Skydiving, like guys, just gravity's free. Skydiving should be, and I, and I get it. It's like kind of dangerous. Cool. I mean. It's dangerous for a lot of people. It's not. It's not just dangerous for the guy jumping. It's also dangerous for whatever, whatever poor house that your dead body lands on. But I mean, skateboarding. When I started skateboarding, you could get a whole complete, uh, for like ninety bucks, and you'd you'd be riding some shit. You'd be riding some garbage. You'd be riding a shop, uh, blank, probably like a a Copeland's. I don't think you guys have Copeland's in most of the country. Well, you get a Copeland's blank deck for like twenty one dollars. Get the shittiest trucks you can find. That's another 30 bucks. Wheels and bearings, another 40 bucks. Oh, wait, did I already go over? Shit. Well, okay, you can get a complete back in the day for like 90 bucks. Nowadays, it's like $200. So, anyways, you get one for 90 bucks. That's going to last you a year if you're not jumping. Like, like if you suck, that'll last you a year. 100 bucks for the whole year. Bro, you play some of these like team sports, 100 bucks. Ain't even enough to pay for the coach. 100 bucks ain't enough for the shoes. 100 bucks ain't enough for the helmet. You got to pay for the jersey. Bro, you're the, the shittiest, cheapest team sport, you're already down 500 bucks. Unless you're playing on like some fucking welfare-ass team, which I'm sure they have those too. I'm just saying skydiving seems like, like you guys gave me some reasonable numbers, right? Like I'd pay 500 bucks to learn how to skydive. But when they're charging two hundred bucks just to fall out of the plane with a guy strapped to you, I gotta, I gotta have nuts to butts. I gotta pay for that. I'm paying for nuts to butts. I can go downtown and get somebody's nuts on my butt for free, for the cost of two PBRs. So falling out of a plane, I just, I, I, it's, it looked really interesting, and it's, it's that fast, right? Just snap of your fingers, the dream is dead. I will not ever be skydiving. But here's, here's where the ingenuity of humans shines one day they said you know what fuck skydiving let's bring the sky to me and then they invented heroin no i'm joking uh indoor skydiving then they invented indoor skydiving and that's something i could go and try i would be down to try indoor skydiving they have it here in las vegas so if anyone out there wants to try it with me one day that way we could kind of say that we we sort of like the dream is dead but we we touched the dream right we're never gonna we're never gonna skydive by ourselves out of a plane, but we we just we touched the dream a little bit. Unless you're a Saudi Arabian prince out there and you want to donate the money for me to go skydiving, or if there's any like you know like royalty family out there, any people that run uh, Fortune 500 companies or oil rigs, or uh, anyone out there that has a small island where children are not allowed, maybe you could fund my skydiving uh, you know my skydiving dream. You know, make a wish, right? I look, I'm, I look like I'm dying. So make, make, I make the wish. You grant the wish. But if if that never happens, if I never get a million dollar donation from uh, 
from the from someone who lives in a in a high rise in Dubai with a Ferrari in their living room, then so be it. I'll do indoor skydiving one day. By the way, I think a couple podcasts ago I mentioned my bucket list sort of like this year. Uh, what do you call it this year? New Year's resolution was to eat with my friends more often. Guess what? First off, I am eating with my friends tonight. I'm cooking some food for my buddy Stems. So that's happening. But as far as like actual tangible things to do that are less like idea based, I want to do a double backflip. I want to do a double fucking backflip off of something into something. Could it be a trampoline into a foam pit? Sure. Could it be a ledge into a foam pit? Sure. Could it be a cliff into water? Sure. But this is my year. Nothing will stop me this year. I hope. I said that last year. I lied. I fell, I fell short. Um, on the topic of skateboarding, it's going to be a quick topic because it's very simple. Uh, skateboarders, especially like my age range, they use the term core a lot. Core skateboarding is like the opposite of corporate skateboarding, which is funny because core is kind of short for corporate. A core skateboarding brand would be a brand run by skaters, uh, distributed by skaters, sold in a lot of skate shops, right? So you say, oh, core skate brand. What's core? Baker, maybe? Baker's a core brand. I don't know. Plan B at one time was a core brand. Uh, locally, any skate shop is kind of like a core brand. Pharmacy at one point was like a core shop. Skateboarders are the only ones that will lie to themselves to the point where, you know, you, you could put, <clears throat> you take, you take a Baker logo and you put it on the bottom of every Olympic athlete's shirt and then it's it's on the side of the Olympic Stadium and then you have the Baker Arena in downtown LA where where they do Street League sponsored by Karyuma and you motherfuckers are still going to say it's well it's core still it's core still you got these big brand these big brands right these big core companies that that branch internationally where some of the people packing your boxes in the warehouse don't even know what a grip tape is, and you're still going to say that it's core. You got people running these companies having to wake up at 6 a.m. so they can get on a call with China, and you're going to say that's still a core brand. You have you have risk um, risk management team, and you're still going to call it a core brand, bro. Skateboarders lie to themselves to to the to the tenth degree. And uh, it also, you know what it started with? It started with the damn VX1000. You tell somebody VX1000 is a shit camera in the year 2024, you might as well just say you're racist. Because these fuckers believe anything they hear. And I love, I, I read a comment this week. I love the one where, well, VX is only bad if you don't know how to use it. How, how to use it? The only way to use it is to take a time machine and go back 25 years to when it was a decent camera. That's that's the technique. Like, no, you you, you got to balance the colors right. Oh, you, oh, you have to balance the colors right. Oh, uh, my my camera's half the price. It can do that. Actually, you know what? My cell phone can do that better than your camera. My fucking cell, my iPhone, which is four generations behind the current iPhone, can do that better than a VX. Also, another thing I've always brought up. You know why always all these filmers? You know why they always have two VX one thousands? Not because it's so good they needed to. It's because the camera is so shitty that for six months of the year, it's in the shop getting repaired because it fucking falls apart on itself. No matter how well you take care of it, it literally is built to break. How many tapes get glitched? It's it's an inferior product. Even at its peak, it was a piece of shit. But if you tell it to a skateboarder, 
they, they think you're a fucking, they're, they're a communist. They're like, nope, nope, you just don't have respect for it. No, first off, bro, I, when I see, listen, skateboarding is getting more and more complicated, right? They're doing these late flips, these bigger spins, fakey, bigger heel flip into a rail, right? Oh my gosh, what, how, what was that? You film that on a VX, no one would ever know. People, people quit doing crazy tricks like that back in the day because the motion blur from your shitty, blurry, fucking grayed out, color washed, piece of shit, bad, low light, fuck ass camera couldn't even see the spins happen. Now we have okay, 60 frames per second. 60 frames per second. My, my cell phone can do 120. You're a new person. These, these people's cell phones can probably do 240. My God, VX is terrible, but skaters will believe anything. They will believe that a brand is core because Thrasher told them. They will believe that a camera is good because the scene told them that. They will believe that they're being unique when they cuff their pants. Although the word unique used to not mean the same as everyone. It's literally, you you guys hate jock sports. You guys hate football teams. Guess what? Football teams, everyone on the football team wears the exact same outfit. Sounds a lot like skating to me. <laughs> that sounds a lot like skateboarding to me. Except the difference is those guys can still beat your ass. And, and nowadays we have skateboarders that are willing to sue each other over shit like that. So yeah, skateboarders are the most brainwashed fucking group of people ever. Um, so uh, I don't talk much about wrestling. What's that wrestler? His name is Roman. Something Roman. Uh, I don't know much about wrestling. Isn't there a wrestler named Roman? I say that because I think your mouth was roaming around my nuts earlier because you guys were trying to suck my balls. <laughs> Got him! <laughs> Got him, dude! The setup! I made that one up myself this morning. <laughs> I made that one up myself, dude. Uh... <laughs> I really don't know shit about wrestling, but that, I felt like that was the best way to approach this because there's like a big wrestling event coming up. I feel like that was the best way. <laughs> Let's go, dude. Let's go. Anyway, did you hear, speaking of uh, wrestling, did you see? Did you hear they're going to do like a Royal Rumble? They're going to do one in Kenya. They're going to do one in America, then they're going to do one in Kenya. Can you fit this dick in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They're not doing one in Kenya. They're not doing one in Kenya, but they are. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. This I'm being serious now. This time it's serious. They are doing something like that in Alaska. I'll ask you again. Can you fit my dick in your mouth? <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done for now. I used to have a ton of them, dude. I can. I could probably keep going. Okay. 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 Moving on. Um, Roadhouse. What? How long have we been going now? Thirty-six minutes. Roadhouse. The trailer for Roadhouse came out. I know it's an older movie. I think it's actually from the '80s. Uh, I like Road Roadhouse. It's really corny, but that's how those movies were. If you go back and watch Karate Kid, Karate Kid's fucking stupid too. It's a really stupid movie, but you watch it and you like it. It may not have as many like dialogue problems as Roadhouse, but 
Well, you know, there's the word, like, where'd the monster truck come from? Anyways, also, the the main reason I dislike Roadhouse is because the villain is, like, 60 years old. And you got a 60-year-old man doing spin kicks, magical spin kicks and shit against, like, a prime, what's that guy's name? The, the star, uh, Dalton, whatever his real name is, against a prime, that dude, full six-pack, buff-ass arms. This is before, this is before every actor was doing, like, fucking... Pounds and pounds and pounds of steroids all the time. Swayze, yeah. Patrick Swayze spinning around and shit. Yeah, old man. It's just fucking old man, 65 years old, has diabetes in one foot. It's doing fucking karate. Pissing me off. But anyways, the new Roadhouse came out. And I'm happy that it's not a sequel. I thought the new Roadhouse would either be a sequel or a prequel. It'd be like young Dalton. But what it is, it's a, it's a remake. It's a remake in like modern times. And uh, it actually looks cool. I really like that Conor McGregor uh, is playing like a really hateable villain. But what I've seen so far is the dialogue looks kind of... Sh- the dialogue so far in the trailer does not look good at all. And the fight scenes look like they're like CGI. Uh, they're like improved by CGI. So I know you guys love uh, John Wick. The fight scenes in John Wick, I think they're really well done. The gun scenes, like, I don't appreciate that you can get shot 45 times with a 7.62 directly in your heart and then get shot between the eyes and then fall off a building and then get attacked by a dog and then you're still alive and you're well and and you can still walk home and you just go, they killed my dog, man, I'm pissed off. I, I I hate that that happens, but as far as, like, the punching and shit, like, here's, here's one thing I really dislike about movies. A lot of times, you'll see a, a fight scene and, a, and a, an actor will punch another actor and the camera will shake. And that's for, like, dramatic effect, right? The camera shakes. I hate that, dude. I hate watching movies where shit like that happens. I like I like the long fight scenes. If you go back to even, like, a, uh, a Jackie Chan fight scene, I liked it, like, it's all... First off, there's very long scenes. A scene in those movies can be, like, 30 seconds, which is a ton of, like, choreography to remember. Especially since so much can go wrong. You might accidentally punch somebody and you gotta just keep it going. I think those are, are really cool. But I see, uh, I saw the fight scenes in the trailer of Roadhouse. And it looks shitty. In my opinion. But then again, like I also saw one thing I called out in the pre-show. Is for a lot of the punches and shit. And a lot of the motion. There's like this huge motion blur. Which makes it almost look like a cartoon. And I don't like that. I don't. I don't like to watch, you know, it starts off as a live action movie and halfway through it turns into like Spider-Man uh, multiverse. I think that looks fucking stupid, in my opinion. But uh, but we're going to find out. Comes out later in March. I'm going to check it out, I'm sure. Uh, I'm either going to check it out with my friends in, in, in the theaters or I'll torrent it and watch it myself. But I'm excited about that. On Netflix, final topic of the day. On Netflix, I watched a movie last night called Dumb Money. I don't know shit about stocks. I don't know shit about investing. I don't know shit about the GameStop short squeeze that happened. Don't know much about it. But I watched this movie and it was like a reenactment of what happened. All these people followed this one guy on Reddit and on YouTube and they all invested in the same stock, uh, GameStop. And I guess what happened, I'm sure some of you guys understand better than me. I guess what happened is they bet against these big Wall Street firms And since there were so many people involved, the Wall Street firms kind of got caught cheating. They got caught cheating on stocks. And a bunch of people that 
invested like a thousand dollars became millionaires and uh i thought it was a really cool story i don't know how it's probably like completely made up obviously the the, the, the squeeze did happen but the stories that are coming from this movie i don't think that they're real they, they seem really really oddly written but really interesting i think if you're at all if you're at all into like investing or shit like that or if you even know like how to invest or what like a put is or a or a what do you, what are those bets there's bets what's the bet called when you want it to go up and what's the bet called when you want it to go down there's puts and then like i don't remember what they're called somebody can tell me in there anyway calls so puts and calls yeah I, I don't know what those mean but if you know if you know what those two words mean i highly recommend you check out this movie dumb money and it it really dumbs it down for the viewers so even if you're stupid like me you don't know anything about investing uh it's a pretty cool movie and it, it, it gives you this thing i watched the movie and the whole time when i'm watching a movie like this it, it it invokes this emotion the emotion of i wish i was smarter i wish i knew about this when it was happening I wish I would have donated or don't donated. I wish I would have invested a thousand dollars. Like that's what I think. I think to myself, if I would have donated or invested one thousand dollars, I probably would have made three hundred thousand dollars, and my whole life would be different. You give me three hundred thousand dollars today, my whole life changes. So, um, and I guess I guess the the story of this happening only happened over the course of like two months, or I don't know, maybe two months. That's kind of what I gathered from the from the movie. So I put in. and in three months, I have $300,000. I watch the movie and I say to myself, I wish I was smart. I wish I understood this. Now, I'll tell you guys a story about Ethereum and Bitcoin. I put in like $35 into Ethereum like 10 years ago. And now it's worth like $4,000. Cool. That's insane. I wish I would have put more. I'm happy that I put that in. But here's here's where I'm I'm getting at. Now let's say that I have four thousand dollars. I wish I could put that four thousand dollars into the next GameStop and turn that four thousand turn that four thousand into fifty thousand. Even fifty thousand dollars right now would change my fucking life. So I don't know. It's I, I bring that up because the movie makes you feel like that. So whenever a movie can drag emotion out of you, and the emotion's not, oh, this is slow, bad dialogue, shit movie. If it drags any emotion, happiness, sadness, anger, uh, or whatever the emotion is, like j- just missing out, like feeling dumb about what happened months ago, when the movie can bring out an emotion, you know, it's probably an okay movie. Or at least that's my opinion. Uh, can you guys go ahead and give me a hail? Yeah, I want to shout out everyone who chose to tune in live right here on twitch.tv slash ninja lifestyle. We do this podcast every single Friday right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time, twitch.tv slash ninja lifestyle. If you missed the podcast, don't worry. The repeat of the podcast comes out on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday on iTunes, on Podbean, on Podcast App, on Spotify, on YouTube. It comes out everywhere. So if you missed the first half, you can check out the second half. Also, shout out to D-Trick for donating $5 today. Did I shout everyone out? Note for Droid. Late Bloomer, Love My Toe, Guy Just, Paul Miranda, The Real Griff, Dingo Donger, OG Mickey, Piggy Malone, D-Trick, Miss XO Twitch, Palmer had a griff. I've been love my toe. Shout out to D Trick for donating $5 today. He enjoyed the throw up story. That's what it says in his note. 
I appreciate when you guys donate. It's nice to give me a little tip to say, hey, that was funny. You made me laugh. You brightened my day. You covered a topic I was interested in or you motivated me to do something. Sure. I love to be helpful. I love to entertain you guys. And if you have some money, give it to me. But if you don't have any money, don't worry. You can still support the podcast by telling a friend. Tell a friend about the podcast. Tell a friend about the Twitch channel, right? We give away stickers all the time. And if you're too shy or nervous or have no friends or maybe you're ugly or you stink and you don't have anyone to tell about the podcast, here's what you can do. You can go on iTunes and you can leave a review and say, this was a great podcast that made me laugh. Steve is really funny. Ninja Lifestyle is so funny. He's a funny guy. I like what he says. I listened to all 300 episodes, and I listened to it with my dog and my, my stuffed animal, and my mom likes it, and even my coworker. Tell a friend about the podcast. Thank you for the donations. That's all I got for you guys. I hope everyone has a safe weekend. We're not going to end the stream, but we are going to end the podcast. So as I always say, don't drink too much and don't drink too little. Did anybody see that? Yes, yes, everyone's staring at you right now. The whole bar saw this.